Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryant. Iowa. Sheldon Willis. A lot of gaming commission. Francois Pina, captain of the Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a botanist. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I do like their man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of Sine Waves, um, the podcast all about the peaks and valleys, uh, the highs and lows of Matt Damon's career in Hollywood in general. I'm your sick, recently fallen over co-host, Hannah, with me, with my good buddy currently in his uni, Sean. Hell yeah, um, it's cosy hours it's cosy over here hours. in Sinewave Central. Uh, I have a cold, so I apologise for how muffled I sound, and I also just randomly fell over in the street. Yeah, I'm very sleepy, so this is <laughs> going to be a great episode gonna, for us. It's going to be a very funky episode to talk about the 2002 film by Miramax. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the Third Wheel, uh-huh. starring uh, the other Olsen, my preferred Luke. Olsen. I love Luke. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, there was something else that he was in. Uh, I think he played he played like the main character in some TV show. I can't. I'm gonna go find out what this is. Luke, we'll go. We'll talk about Lisa Ol- Luke, Luke Wilson. Wilson. Luke Olson. Luke Olson. <laughs> oh my god! The what fifth Olson sister? <laughs> he marries Elizabeth Olson. No, I don't know. Um, Dennis, uh, Denise Richards, uh, yeah, uh, Jay Lacoop. Lac- is that how you say his name? Uh, Lacopa? Lacopa, maybe? Um, ben Affleck, Phil Lewis, Deborah Seeker, Melissa yeah, McCarthy. Jay Lacopo. Jay Lacopo. I'm going to have some things to say about Jay Lacopo later on. Shout out to the two Gilmore girls, Gilmore girls in this. Oh, which two? Um, Melissa McCarthy and one of the like people at the party. Sure, is I have the never main... seen Gilmore girls. Interesting. Yeah. I was given a choice and I made the right decision as far as I'm Gilmore concerned. Gilmore girls isn't terrible. Yeah. It gets bad after a certain point. When she goes to college, it gets bad. Sure. Um, I quite enjoyed it up to that point. Okay. But it was like a head empty. Is that a scarf or what's that? That's there? a scarf. Okay. Yeah. It's a very head empty show. Um, it's your first time listening to Sign Waves. It's what we do here each week is we watch a Matt Damon movie, regardless of how small or how large his role is and the order they were yeah. released. He's got a good one today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> may I notice we didn't say Matt and this the cast roll off we just did yeah it's because he just has a one scene performance mm-hmm. but it's a creme de la creme it's a real good one it's this a very time. good one direct what was this who directed this movie I have no fun uh, uh, we're gonna have an interesting time talking about the box office for this movie because I did some research on the bus oh really uh, it's directed by a guy called Jordan Brady he's directed eight other movies but I think this is yeah, they're all kind of this this kind of similar vintage, if that makes sense. Yeah. But before... Let me see what else Jordan Brady did. Uh, <laughs> it is truly anonymous. Like, I don't He does I... not have a filmography section on his Wikipedia, so I'm not going to find out. I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those, like, all these people are just buddies and they decided to make a movie. That has, yeah. It has yeah. big, let's just make a movie gang vibe. It has big, like, we're just hanging out and having a good time energy. Can I just say, yeah. the next time I go on a date, I want y'all to throw a party. Yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a wild part of this film. Before we get to talking about the third wheel, we have to do our little media section. Hell yeah. Because sometimes we watch Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, and we can't talk about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> that episode just dropped for us today. I uh, talked for you guys yeah, next week. Yeah, re-listened to it today. Banger. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I'm listening to one. it. Shout out to, to mom, wife, and girl horse. <laughs> I said that to Sean in pass. Sean said it to me, sorry, in passing last week. And I was yeah. so confused. <laughs> and he was like, Hannah, you were saying it. Yeah, this and was, was like, your bit. And I was like, oh, 
I was. I definitely was <laughs> sick last week, yeah. actually. What Sean is not sick of is comic books. Wow. Actually, I have one thing we need to discuss after we do the media. Actually, we do the comic books. I want to shit on the Goodreads Awards. But talk yes. About, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about the comics first. Um, wait, shit. Which three came out this week? <laughs> this is your bit, Sean. Wait a minute. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta go check something. Gonna... I remember two of them. I've forgotten the third. I'm gonna sip my Jaeger tea. Oh, wait, no, I remember. He I remembers. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, oh, how's Mouse Watch actually? Uh, Mouse is still at large. It's been he, three weeks. Yeah, he has not yet been caught. Uh, he has figured out our fucking traps. <laughs> um, Are they humane traps or? Nope. Wait. They were, they're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How are you actually getting mouse haunted? I have no fucking clue. This... Have you been sending them wrong? No, we haven't. But this little fucker has been able to get the peanut butter off of them clean without setting them off. He must be like immeasurably light or something like that. Yeah, you're not like, messing with It must just be because it's a... Because they're like cheap traps. There must be something about him that he's able to manipulate. Because I was saying it to someone and they were like, if they're actually rat traps, they could be too light for the mouse. Like it's not, the weight's not going to be strong enough. I'm fairly sure they're mouse. I didn't see any of the packaging because my housemate bought them. I believe you. Yeah. 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 Uh, It's very funny. Mouse watch. Yeah. (laughs) The hunt continues. We will update you. Continue. So uh, when I get them... You should put in the the and rock, I... the lady and gentleman we got. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I get him, I'm going to post a picture of him if he's alive onto the oh. uh, Twitter. When are you going to name him, Matt? Uh, ben. <laughs> <laughs> ben is back. Hell yeah. Um, comic uh, books. Yes, uh, three comics out this week we have... Uh, Uncanny Spider-Man number three. Uh, Nightcrawler bangs Silver Sable and they have a good time. And that's pretty much the issue. The concept of Nightcrawler having sex is... Nightcrawler fucks. <laughs> Sorry. Nightcrawler has so much sex. Good for him. Yeah. How's um... that? Nothing. I'm being silly. Ignore me. Be silly. How does that... Can't he like poof yeah. off? Like how does that... He also has a prehensile tail. And I don't like that. And depending on which like, series you consider canon, he may or may not have two penises. Maybe comic books are a mistake. <laughs> uh, we find out a little bit more about what's going on with Vulture. You remember from remember from way back in Hawkspox the fucking phalanx, the fucked up far future robot society that like yeah assimilates the little blue guys into him yeah. Yeah, it turns out Vulture has tech from them. That doesn't. That's not good. Nah, it's not good, and he's using it to fuck everything up. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, and damn them all. Number th- no, like number eight or nine. Yeah. I don't know exactly which one it is. Still fucking rocks. Lots of big spooky demons in it. Oh no. Yeah. Um, the the big kind of scheme has been revealed, and we know pretty much what's going on. That it's a good time. How much is left? Like two. Uh, it's an ongoing series. Okay. As far as far as I'm aware, it's just gonna keep going. Uh, it's just gonna keep going on this rocket ship until we get off. Yeah, it's looking like after they deal with all the demons, there's some fucked up angels going around that they're gonna have to get rid of. Well, I don't have a show for you. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Look, we we did make. We can out. still do that podcast. No, we do. This podcast takes enough time. <laughs> uh, and also, this week was X Men Red. 
Apocalypse is back, baby. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he back last time? This is the real... Yeah, he's like this is the first time he has properly shown up and done shit. And you're happy. I'm very happy. He's very cool. There's going to be a big kaiju fight in the next issue. Oh, yeah. I Listeners, we've changed our recording setup slightly. Um, it does really just feel like... We're currently sitting on Sean's couch wrapped yeah. in blankets. I have a cup of tea. Yeah. It's a tea. It's not tea. It's Jaeger tea. It's Jaeger tea. Yeah. Um, it does feel like a big, it has big catch up with the gals energy. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so we're su- super laid back. I apologize. Yeah. But listen. It's, it's a chill it's a, one today. It's November. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, we're watching a rom-com, you know. It's so dark and cold. Oh, like y'all, it's been like, it hasn't rained in the last few days. Not properly. We did have a yeah. storm yesterday. Fuck that storm. Fuck you, Debbie. That was David Cameron coming back. I had a great time during that storm. I didn't. Because you didn't have to go into work. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Another thing that has been a storm on our houses has <gasps> been the fucking... Sean and I are pissed off at the Goodreads of Yeah. <laughs> this happened earlier today. today. We haven't talked um, about it We haven't it talked about it really, but oh, I just saw this happening. I was like, what the fuck? So I use Goodreads a lot because I'm a big yeah. reader. I'll talk about my books in a few minutes. I need, I have a Goodreads, but I haven't updated it in a very long time. Because you do... I feel like Goodreads doesn't work for comics. Not really. No. no. Goodreads has decided fuck comic books? Yeah. Really? Fuck comic books. Fuck like... Kids. kids books fuck them kids fuck them kids uh romanticy though <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with your fairy porn okay but i'm like it is funny because i'm not a uh romance reader no disrespect mm-hmm. to romance readers shout out to lucy who i believe <laughs> likes these books yeah shout out to most people i know who read regularly sure. love these books Colleen Hoover is a war criminal and should be tried at the Hague. <laughs> but she's not from fantasy or whatever this is. They've basically... Sarah it, J. Mass, I believe, is that's, the that's, that's the main culprit. Yeah. And she's been, like, fucking running the tables of the, like, Goodreads awards for years. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. I've used Goodreads for a long time. Also, I'm very into books, so I'm, like, aware of the the Goodreads awards shenanigans. Sure. But they basically have gotten rid of the graphic novel section, which is like mm-hmm. normally a very good section because yeah. like graphic good novels are, there. you know, they're important. Yeah. And they've put it in this for fantasy like <laughs> awards. Can, can I just please for yeah, my own they, enjoyment the, just read like, out the list of names? It's all like an X of Y and Z and shit like that. <laughs> it's like the Because they all sound like you said this in the fucking and our group server. Ch- yeah, and our group server. Chat. <laughs> they all sound like the same book. It is so funny because I made a joke. Sean sent me this message being like a pissed off. They got rid of me comic books. Yeah, and I was like, it's all that damn fairy. So, explaining for people who aren't in the know, there's a very famous author called Sarah J. Mass who writes this. She wrote this like Throne of Glass series, but mm. she also writes another series called A Court of Like A Court of X and Y. So like the most fa- the first one is like A Court of Ro- Rose and like thorns and roses or something yeah. like that it's just about fairy fucking i'm sorry yeah. john I, I i know you don't want to hear me saying this this is what the books are about don't so this, let the child listen to this the child can listen to this so she knows better <laughs> i just want to read the, the the list of nominees for this from fantasy so it's just like this genre that's spurred up that's like like you know how in like the early 2010s there was all the like twilight you know yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like the girls who are really into twilight this is what they now read mm-hmm. I just want to read these names out because they're very funny. Sorrow and Starlight. Bewitched. Fall of Ruin and Wrath. Fourth Wind. Thro- Throne of the Fallen. 
a queen of themes and chaos, a court this cruel and lovely, the ashes and the starker's king, the the, Jes- the Jassar? I don't know. The Jassard heir. The Jassard heir, the foxglove king, the hurricane wars, a soul of ash and blood. The hurricane wars does kind of sound badass and fair. It fairness. does. The rule of the, uh, the azure king, the hanging city, slaying the vampire conqueror. That one sounds <laughs> right as well, actually. The coven, the- a fire in the flesh, a sail- assass- assistant to the villain, a game of gods, a dawn of oxes. These are all the same book! <laughs> Like these sound like um These sound like fucking fanfiction titles. They they sound like the kind of books that would be in like a, a TV show about a fantasy author. Yeah. They're also all so long. They're like five hundred pages. <laughs> I've clicked into the Hurricane Wars okay. because What's wanna... the summary of the Hurricane Wars? I might read the Hurricane Wars just to The summary is so long. The heart is a battlefield. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Um, Talzane, which is one of the names of one of the fucking fairies in the Sarah J. Mass books. That's what I mean. This is what I mean. They're all the same you book. Know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go open another one of them and and compare. I uh, can't say much because actually I'm currently reading a rough fantasy book. Sure. Um, but it's better than this, I swear. <laughs> uh, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, yeah. All this person known is war. They've grown up as an orphan in a nation under siege by the ruth- a ruthless night emperor. Uh, she's found her family amongst the soldiers who have fought for freedom, Sean. Uh, she's hiding a deadly secret. Light magic courses through her veins. Da 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 da. She meets the prince. They're gonna probably. Oh, he's the heir. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, All these books are the same. All these fucking books are the same. Let me kill. Click Slaying it. the vampire conqueror. I did see that and think of this. This is also so long. <laughs> They're all really long. No, just the like book description. <clears throat> She was commanded to kill him with a single strike to the heart. <laughs> she didn't expect her own thing. to betray her. Please do not read out Silena has sacrificed everything for her goddess. Her soul, her freedom, her eyes. Her eyes. Life in service to the Arachisen, a cult of the goddess of fate, has turned Silena this... from an orphaned street rat to a disciplined killer. Why are they all orphans? <laughs> Determined to overthrow Glea's tyrannical king. But when a brutal vampire conqueror arrives on their shores, Silena faces an even deadlier adversary. She's tasked with a crucial mission. Infiltrate his, infiltrate his army, earn his trust, and kill him. <laughs> Atre- Atreus is a terrifying Atreus. warrior, carving an... I'm not going to do the voice anymore. <laughs> carving an unstoppable path through Galea. Yet when Silena becomes his seer, she glimpses a dark and shocking past, and a side of him that reminds her far too much of parts of herself she'd rather forget. Silena's orders are clear, the conqueror cannot live, but as the blood spilled by Glea's tyrant king runs thicker, her connection with Atreus only grows stronger. A connection forbidden by her vows. <laughs> We're a connection that could cost her everything. <laughs> Slaying the vampire conqueror is a standalone fantasy romance set in the crowns of Nyaxia world. Full of a heart-wrenching forbidden romance, dark curses and epic battles. Perfect for fans of the Bridge Kingdom. And the From Blood and Ashes series. We're losing so many listeners It is an right installment now. of the heart-pounding <laughs> fantasy romance series, Mortal Enemies to Monster Lovers. <laughs> if you like forbidden romance, dark curses, badass heroines, and morally great heroes, you'll devour this sexy, addictive series. Apparently it's I'm got not a, crying, I'm laughing. Apparently it's got a 3 out of 5 spice rating. <laughs>
Um, for this, they got rid of the kids' book section. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of kids' books. They got rid of kids' books uh, and the like the graphic novel section. Uh, <laughs> six out of five stars. This is excellent fantasy romance. I absolutely okay. love this book. It's rich in plot and characterization, with tongue twists and lots of moral and great decisions to be made. Uh, the hero is a favorite of mine. Cold and sto- stoic, but with an honorable heart and a tragic past. Uh, the romance was perfect to me. Highly, highly recommend. Reve- did get an advanced reader copy. Atreus is so miserable and hot, just my kind of man, I'm afraid. Oh my god. Um, show me, wait, this is show a- me need to get out of the section. No, hang on, I gotta go, I gotta show go me. check out, um, hang on, let me see, uh, oh, what else have we got here? Um... Oh. oh, there was a good one. There was a good one I saw that caught my eye. Um, That's not I, I court this cruel and lovely. <laughs> this one's in first person. Oh, no, thank you. They all just have... They're all the same book. Hang on, sorry. sorry. I need to... I, I, I just need to read the end of this... Summary? Of this summary. Okay. Please note, A Court This Cruel and Lovely is an N.A. slash adult romanticy book with steam. While this series is slow burn, the chili pepper rating will increase for each book. So we got steam, we got chili peppers, we got spice. The spice must flow. Spice must flow. What's next on the media list, Hannah? So we're going to talk about my romanticy book I read. <laughs> what's the what's the spice rating? What's the nothing, chili peppers? Nothing. Um. Actually, we're going to talk about. I finished all quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, oh this I'm, is a silly I'm one. Crying. Oh. oh my god, I'm actually crying. Oh. Oh my god. Man, all quiet on the Western Front and <laughs> And so sad, Sean. All his friends die. He little Paul. Oh, oh damn. That's it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> We're done. We can't. Okay, no. Okay, we have to okay. be sensible. Um, yeah. All Quiet in the Western Front, good. good that yeah. movie is fucking bonkers. Like, I know, it's, right? It's not... Why do they call it All Quiet? They should have just made its own movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, reading a book at the moment called A Discovery of Witches, which I'm not going to oh, talk about. Oh, there's a TV show. Yeah. I've got the book for years, and I read it before. And um, I was like, this is, I, you know, sometimes you read a book and you're like, I'm not in the mood for this. And then you put it down and don't touch it for five years. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. But I'm in the mood for it this Hell time. Yeah. It's great. It's about a witch and a vampire who have a secret love affair. <gasps> and because of the, because of the, the previous last 10 minutes, I'm not going <laughs> to talk, talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it this episode because I know what it's called. Hypocrite. My, my chest hurts from laughing. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god hey Sean yeah. do you want to talk about Shenmue really quickly <laughs> I'm so serious I things been, to talk about in this I have, media I have been sent, spending so much time in Shenmue <laughs> forklifting boxes from one end of a warehouse district to the other oh, fuck this me. is maybe the best game ever made do I you love actually Shenmue think that? so much I, I genuinely love Shenmue that's about all I've got to say on Shenmue what about your other game you've been playing, Alan Wake 2? That's a really good game as well. Because you were saying uh, that, like, we said this to me at the last... I don't know if you said it last game. Last... Not last game. Last board. Mm. But you were, like, 
so-so on it and then something happened and you were like yo yeah I don't want to get into what happened too much why because it's a massive spoiler not even that it's a massive spoiler but me going into that game not knowing that that was going to happen improved it immensely because I know it's like it's made by the studio Remini they made Alan Wake 1 like a decade ago now I feel yeah they made a game called Control Mm -hmm. or In Control or is it just Control Control Control's meant to be like Control's great yeah very cool and then this is Alan Wake 2 which is Mm -hmm. like I think got nominated for Game of the Year yeah and it came out like two weeks ago so like good job Alan Wake 2 yeah uh it's bullshit that Tears of the Kingdom is gonna win Game of the Year you think so yeah is it really Game of the Year uh it shouldn't be but it's going to just because of that sweet sweet Link money yeah, because it's going to get all of the Nintendo fans voting for it. And oh, like, is it voted for? So 10% of it is voted for. Ah, but like, surely um, that's not... We'll see. We'll see. I personally think... Uh, I, I'm liking Alan Wake 2 a lot. Uh, I don't know if it's game of the year, really. I think Baldur's Gate 3 should get it. But yeah. Maybe when I, I play a little bit more Alan Wake 2, I will change my mind. Yeah. Because what I did with this was I, I started playing it. I got up to the point where Alan Wake actually shows up. Okay. And then the thing happened and I was like, oh, fuck, this game rocks. And I got a text from Matthew. Shout out, Matthew. Shout out to Matthew. Being like, hey, Sean, you hear that new Alan Wake game came out? And, <laughs> and I was you're like, like, Matthew, I- yeah, we gotta, we gotta play this. So Matthew, um, Matthew and Molly were over on Sunday and I was playing through a little bit of it. Molly. Our Molly? Our Molly. Oh. Yeah. I thought she was at doing her, she was meant to be playing cards on Sunday. Yeah, it was after ah, that. It was after yes. that. Because um, that's like on the That's such line. a strange combination, Matthew and Molly. And Connor was there as well. Okay. I yeah. thought it was just Molly. And I was no, like, no. What a strange little combination. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend Alan Wake 2 if you're a fan of horror games or if you're a fan of weird metafiction i do like those two things yeah it's really good actually there's one thing that i want to you can spoil it it. yeah it's not too much of a spoiler because it's kind of the the premise of the game yeah he's looking for his wife right so alan wake is a like crime fiction writer yeah and i haven't played the first game but i'm assuming that what happened in the first game from the context i've picked up from the second one is that this cult started killing people Oh, based on his... Based on his books. Or at least that's what it seems to be at first. My understanding of the first one is he's like... It's basically like a Stephen King-esque kind of crime writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife goes missing. So he's going to like look for his wife in this like main town. Sure. But I don't know. Yeah. We discover actually that Alan Wake is the catalyst for these things happening. Like him writing them... Okay. Causes them to happen. Okay, that's a fun Um, trope I always find. And that that's happening in this game as well. Okay. Uh, there's a bit of a twist on it. But the opening section of this game is so much better when you understand that Alan Wake is just not actually very good at writing. <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind of like he's kind of a stocky airport novelist. Exactly. Yeah. Oh incredible. Yeah. Um like his one thing that's really funny is uh <laughs> he has like a best his Big thing is he has a best-selling series about, like, a hard-boiled detective who happens to share the same name as the FBI agent who you play as his partner. Okay. But so if his name's, like, Frank Green, your partner It's Alex Casey. Okay. Um, Alex so Casey's your partner, a fucking amazing par- FBI yeah, agent. Your partner's name is Alex Casey, but he's not the guy. There is another Alex Casey. Um, It's so funny. 
Good old G-Men. Yeah. Fuck the G-Men. Speaking of G-Men show up in a movie I watched this week that <gasps> isn't the third wheel called Reality starring... Oh, Sydney Sweeney? Yeah. Hell, I, I lo- was meaning to watch that. I love the fact that the Euphoria cast have been let out of their chamber and are now being let... <laughs> like, let me- hey, actually, fuck Jacob Elordi. No, you like him now. He, he, said was, he, ta- like- he was talking shit about the kissing booth. But he said that he uh, likes Vin Diesel. True. He's not back. He's not back up yet. I love Jacob Elordi. My mom walked into the kitchen on Sunday when I was feeling sick, and she was like, "You're still feeling sick next week. We'll go see that movie Saltburn. I heard it's something uh, you would like." And I was like, <laughs> "Mother, yeah. you're new here. I've been hyping this movie up for weeks, months." <laughs> Reality is very good. Reality is based off the FBI audio taping of an interrogation, like a search. Um, they did of this woman called Reality Winner. That's her fucking... That's like, her name? That's her name. Her, like, Christian name is Reality. Like, that's, like what that's it, her... That's an actual real person? Yeah. It's a real story. So, basically, she was... It's a real story. And you Like, if you look into what the movie's about, you'll kind of know. Yeah. Reality Winner. I, I refuse... Reality Charlotte or something? Reality... Some, like, she has a normal middle name. That's the funniest bit. Reality Lay Winner. Okay. Not that normal. Basically, she was like a Air Force kind of linguist. So she learned those like Arabic, Pashnu and like a lot of kind of major languages. And she like did a little bit of document leaking, which you kind of, you know, going into the movie, but like, and it's what the movie's about, but it's basically like the FBI raided her house. Okay. But they recorded the entire thing on like tapes as they were doing it. And they basically, it's a movie where they just reenact the audio files. Oh, So okay. it like cuts in the actual sound forms and stuff. And they're like recreating photos and they show you the actual photo at the same time. They're like, they're taking it in the movie. Cool. It's based on a play originally. Sydney Sweeney is very, very good in it. It's like her and kind of two other actors are the only real actors in it. Sure. Man, uh, fuck the FBI. Especially in that, that era when uh, Trump was like, don't like anyone who like goes against me punish them yeah uh, yeah longest serving um conviction for leaking documents oh, really yeah she yeah. was in prison for five years for leaking one document more like a reality loser speaking of loser house girls <laughs> this most recent episode was fine. Okay. Uh, Lena Dunham goes like back home. Okay, where's she? Is she from? I don't know where the fuck it is. Some small town. Somewhere. Yeah, but her parents are professors. So I imagine it's like some prof- like it's like Cambridge or something. I wasn't paying enough attention to. You still hate me for making you watch this. Yeah, show? I do. Um, but uh, yeah, she goes back to her hometown. Uh, meets up with her parents. Uh, goes on a date with a guy there. Ooh. Uh, fucks some. Oh, does some does some weird shit when when they're when they're banging. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not gonna say exactly what it was on mic, but oh, some unsavory consent stuff, I imagine. Eh, not really. Okay. She tries to put a finger up his butt, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, maybe don't do that." Yeah. And she's like, okay, sure. And she does it anyway? No, she doesn't do it. Okay. Then, um, there's a line that she, you know what? I'll get Lena Dunham to say it. Don't, you don't need to say it, her to say it. 
don't need to hear it. Nah. You can edit it in. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Bad show. Bad show. Uh, there is one really funny part where her parents are banging in the shower and her dad falls over. Like me earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We that part at the end of the spirit episode, or we say it in the spirit episode. Sean was hosting a party. Yeah. And at said party, we were t- girls came up, and our friend Jillian was like, "Her girls is compelling." And Sean, myself, and Sean's roommate, I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> it was very good it was like yeah. we'd rehearsed it Jillian cannot be allowed to watch girls she, I thought she'd seen it had she? I thought that's what she was saying no that's that you're right that is what she was saying I, yeah, I need to excommunicate her <laughs> who else will you watch Riverdale with? we've only got like two episodes of Riverdale left You and you don't want to finish it I, oh, I don't want to finish it on the one hand I want to know so the, the last two hand, episodes are not good None of it's good. But like they're they're not even good bad or bad good, you know. So I know one thing about the ending, and that is, if it is true, then that makes that makes it for me. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't th- think I've got any other media. No. The un- uh, and actually, a, a good recommendation to to end the media section on. Oh, I do actually have one. Oh, more. you go first then. Uh. It is a podcast I've been listening to. Wow, it could be called, our audio recommendation for the week. Yeah, called Detentions and Dragons. What will you do in your D&D club with your kiddos on Wednesdays? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a podcast about two teachers who uh, like basically talk about how to run a D&D club. Aww. Oh, also, actually, I have an album. Uh, yeah, De- Detentions and Dragons is really good. I, I'm running a D&D club in my school and it's, it's been very helpful. Sean's been personally attacking the Lorax himself by doing loads of printing. I've been doing so much printing. Um, <laughs> I feel like teaching is just like being like, it's just printing. Yeah. And like you need it though because like I can't imagine trying to do school on an iPad. I say it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even when I was in college, I print out my readings. Yeah. Like I had kids using laptops earlier today and it's just a nightmare. Like I used a laptop in school, but it was exclusively for like tip typing. Yeah. And even so then you, it was nightmarish yeah. at times. We, uh, they've introduced classroom based assessments, so we kind of have to oh. use laptops every now and then. But yeah. Uh, I'd also like to recommend Music for Parties by Silicon Teens. Okay. This is an album I was at a friend's house out in Cavan over the weekend at like a little board games day that they were doing. Cute. And they have a, like, they have a really nice house and they have a little sunroom that they've turned into their games room. Um, but they want to make it as low-tech as possible. Who is? Do I know this person? No, you don't. No, it's a person from college? Yeah. Yeah. So they have a, like, record player out there. Oh. And a big pile of, like, random records that they picked up at, like, charity shops. So it's basically the bootleg version of my kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Music for Parties is one of the ones that they put on. This is the cover. I love it. And it's I think I've just seen the this most, before. like... It's the... It's so weird. Is it, it like, weird 80s, like, pseudo-jazz, kind of? Yeah, it feels yeah, like... Yeah, it looks like it. It feels like fake music that they would make for a movie or something. <sighs> that sounds baller. Yeah. It's no Dub Funk Collected. No, it's no Dub Funk Collected, <laughs> the haunted record. <laughs> we'll talk about the haunted record on another uh, yeah. instance. But our last... Our next Halloween special. God. Do we... <laughs> this Halloween special. What do we do for Halloween this year? Uh, mouse Watch. Mouse Watch. <laughs> We're talking about the haunting of fucking a hill house. Yeah, it's the haunting, the haunting of, of Gamer House. house. <laughs> uh, my last media recommendation is actually like a show I have wanted to watch for years. And I finally got to oh, watch is it. this. I May um, Destroy You, uh, written and like directed by Michelle Cohn. 
probably one of the best pieces of television I've ever watched. I've gotten a lot of texts from Hannah just screaming about this show. I love this show. I, you know, sometimes you're like, so it's a show that was written in 2020 and I wanted to watch it back in 2020. Yeah. But it's a BBC original and I missed the first episode. So I couldn't sure. watch it. So I was waiting for it to pop up in some streaming service for years. Fucking Archie player of all of them got it first. Oh, weird. Because like the Brits are so weird about like the BBC stuff. They don't like to put it on Netflix and stuff. Yeah. But you, know, you can't watch BBC iPlayer over here because of the geo-locking. Mm-hmm. Popped up in RTE. Shout out to VPNs. Uh, it doesn't work. For, uh, doesn't it? No, for, no, BBC iPlayer is like really Damn. locked down. I've tried. I've been trying to watch the show for four years, John. <laughs> but it's about this... So Michelle Cohn, she's like a, a writer, act, like actor... She made this kind of sitcom called Chewing Gum that was like did like two. Oh, yeah. My parents watched that. I yeah, suppose yeah. it's very very funny. Um, but then. Oh she... wait, this actress was in. You would recognize. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I... she's stunning. There was something else that she was in. She oh was in uh, uh, Black Panther Two. Uh, this is gonna really annoy me until I find out what else it is that she was in. Uh, she was Black in... Mirror. Yeah, she was, was in Black it. Mirror. She was in Black Mirror. But the, basically, what the show is, she is this like council block kid who um basically uh was funny on twitter and pub- self-published a book about her twitter musings that has like super fucking gone viral and she's gotten a like book deal because of it but she ain't having a fucking clue what she's gonna write a book about sean she doesn't have a fucking clue <laughs> and yeah. the show starts where she's got an on like all expensive paid trip to italy to inspire her to write and she has 16 hours to turn in a draft. <laughs> um, so she's like gotten back from Italy and she's like trying to write and her friends are coming over and she gets invited out by her like friend Simon to go for like a drink because he's long-term girlfriend is like we should have a threesome to like bring new life into our relationship. Damn, okay. <laughs> so it's like, and his cousin is over so they're like on this like weird first date just this like trouble where the cousin's just there watching they're waiting for her name's like Annabella Michelle's Cole character they're waiting for her to turn up and they just go on this big night out and then someone spikes her drink and she gets um essayed oof yeah and the whole show is basically her coming to terms with like that Jesus yeah and it's like based on a real thing that happened to Michelle Cole when she finished writing Chewing Gum damn yeah but it like deals with it really like respectfully and it like just goes through like basically the, the worst way I've heard it described is like it's watching someone slowly like have a mental breakdown. Sure. But it goes through like consent in a really respectful way. It goes through like how like that topic is discussed with like straight women but also like gay men and like how it's like our relationship with it is different. Talks about how like fucking bastard men are at times but like in a like not all men are bastards but a lot of them are it's just it's great very funny as well for like such a serious topic it's she's such a fucking disaster human Sean nice at one stage she becomes the spokesperson for a a vegan um like online shop and they realize they're using her because she's like a black woman so she's like Fuck it. So she takes her hair off and starts eating like fried chicken on the live stream to piss them off. Oh my god. It's really good. I really recommend it. Content warnings because like it's about that topic. But it deals with it in a very like cool way. Yeah. As I said to Sean, I wasn't sure if I liked the show or not. And then I watched the first four episodes and then I watched like seven in a row. Yeah. Um, the last Yeah, because you were sick and you were just binging it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, very fun party episode. 
yeah. when it's just like it's just a, a house party and you're like this looks like so much fun and then like people are just being fucking dipshits and you're like I can so totally see this someone's at a house party and does something they think is funny and people don't find it funny and you're like haha oh no good show recommend Hell yeah. BBC player coming through Michelle Cole Speaking of uh, house parties and disasters. The third wheel. The third wheel. <laughs> Sorry, now, guys, that was a long media section, yeah, but we got very we loosey-goosey can, because can... of the cookies. <laughs> also, this movie is weird because this movie is very... It's a, a brisk 83 minutes. Yeah. It's a, this movie's... This movie honks. This movie's great. This I movie really like this. This movie is this movie. Rad. This is probably our, our the weirdest one of these movies we've done because it has a oh, terrible Rotten Tomatoes rating. Yeah. Hannah was so adamant that this was going to sour me on Ben. No, <laughs> not at all. I loved this. I loved it too. Yeah, it's great. Um, I like in my in, in my defense. Sure. The poster for this movie is not good. The trailer for this movie. This one? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, it doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Maybe watching it when you have a cold makes it better. Yeah, um, maybe. Luke Wilson's just a funky little guy. Fuck yeah, he He's is. He's such a funky little oh. guy. Um, so, the... No, you go. This movie is about uh, Luke Wilson playing a dude called uh, Stanley. Stanley. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not a real name, I'm sorry. Stanley? It is, I'm just being... Yeah, it is. He, like, works an office job. I can't remember what it is. He, he works in, like, a does. bank. Yeah. Because uh, uh, they made some opens... banking jokes in it that were made for me. And yeah. I was like, ha-ha! Comedy. It opens on, like, um, the office Halloween party. And he's there dressed like a bank man. And he's like, no, I'm Clark Kent. I uh, thought that was a very funny... I thought that was funny as well. I like the corporate um, climber. Yeah, the corporate climber was great. Uh, ben Affleck is there as, like, an old man. Uh, he's wearing like a bald cap, um, uh, which is great. But there's there's a new girl who started working in the office. Diana. Diana, yeah, she's played by Denise Richards. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna. That's the girl for me. I'm gonna go date her, and then it cuts to the Christmas party, and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go date her. It's really fun. Uh, but before we get into talking about the movie, because that's kind of the setup. It's basically. Yeah. Luke Wilson likes this girl and he's going to ask her out and he's too much of a chicken shit for like a year to do it. I want to talk about very quickly about Luke Wilson's film career. Sure. Because he's a weird guy. Because obviously he's Owen Wilson's brother. Mm -hmm. But he was kind of the more famous of the two for a very long while, I would say. Yeah. Because like, so he's in, his first movie he ever did was Bottle Rocket, which is Wes Anderson's first movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So the old, the... Yeah, he's a Wes Anderson guy, right? He's well, in, yeah. like, Royal Tenenbaums. Well, him and Owen and Wes all went to film school together. Oh, okay, cool. Um, So, his first movie is this movie called Bottle Rocket. Then his second movie is something called Bong Water. Fuck yeah, oh, I yeah. think I need to watch... Oh, look at that poster. I need to watch uh, Bong, Bong Water. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a butt. Hell uh, yeah. He's in Scream 2. Uh, he's in Rushmore. Um... For some reason, I thought... No, I'm thinking of someone else. I thought he was in Legally Blonde. He is in Legally Blonde. He is in... What year is Legally Blonde? 2001. Oh, yes. I I just hadn't got to that stage yet. In yeah. The, uh, so he does, like, Scream 2, Rushmore, uh, Charlie's Angels, Legally Blonde, The World Ten of Moms, The Third Wheel. And then he kind of just stuck on you, which is... Yeah. A, 
does more tra- more sequels. He's Anchorman. He's, he is in the Jackie Chan Around the World in 80 Days film, which I loved when I was a kid. He's in My Super Ex-Girlfriend. He's in Jackass number two. He's in Idiocracy as the main guy in Idiocracy. Idiocracy's great. He's in Blades of Glory. Yeah. But he's one of those people that he was like... A very big actor in like the early 2000s. And I feel yeah. like he's kind of disappeared. Oh, absolutely. He's in a lot of stuff these days, but it's like nothing nothing notable. Um, like, has like, he gone into theatre or something? Maybe. Um, he did a... He did some TV, I think. Because he was in... Uh, he was one of the leads in Stargirl when that was going. What the fuck's Stargirl? It's one of those weird DC TV shows that was like kind of part of the CW universe, but also not because okay. the CW universe was crashing and burning when it came out. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just a guy. Yeah. I love Luke Wilson. I yeah. think he's funny. I do, he, I do too. I like he him. Is, has the most perfect, I, I I could be charismatic, but I'm such a fucking goober yeah, energy in this yeah. movie. Like he, he looks like he could be a real leading man. Yeah. But he just doesn't have the energy for it he doesn't have his like because i think it's weird because like his brother's obviously so famous for especially for our age group i feel like because of yeah. night in the museum and, and like, like marley and me yeah and like i feel like owen wilson does a lot more comedies definitely yeah um where like luke wilson has done a lot of comedies but they don't they don't make movies like this anymore yeah yeah throughout this whole thing i was like they should make movies like this again hot take rom-coms good genre yeah good genre um, like movies like this that are all set the movie is entirely set during the date more or less yeah so like the, the bit we've talked about already which is like the year of him waiting to ask out the girl yeah that kind of happens in the first five ten minutes of the movie and then yeah. the rest of the movie is like they're the day they go on their date mm-hmm. um it's just like a very well constructed you know the form like what's gonna happen it makes sense what the date is because they tell you what the date's going to be. So yeah. when the, the paths kind of go off, you're like, oh, I can understand why Stanley's getting like agitated and stuff. Yeah. He does being agitated so he well. He really does. He's um, so he's so good at playing like annoyed, but trying to, to hide it for the girl. Yeah. Um, can I just say as well, uh, Denise, is that her? The, Denise Richards. No, the, uh, the actual, the characters. Diana. Diana. One of the best written one of these characters I've seen in a Oh yeah, she's like. great. She's actually a person. Yeah. She's not like, I love 500 Days of Summer. But like 500 Days of Summer, Summer is just a fucking manic pixie dream girl. Sure. Like, I don't think I've really... seen it. Have you not? No. That's my favorite part. I always movie. get mixed up between that and 51st Dates, which I have seen. Okay. 500 Days of Summer is good. Sure. You need some media literacy to enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> because like the whole thing <laughs> I'm is... I'm out then. Yeah. The whole thing with 500 Days of Summer, it's like... They're both bad people. Sure. Uh, and a lot of people are like, fuck Summer. And I'm like, no, no, Joseph is also bad in this movie. Yeah. There's just a scene early on, we'll get, I'm jumping ahead a bit. But she like, they have a scene where she calls her friend and she's like, this is going to be a terrible date. Yeah. But I'm bored. <laughs> and I'm like, that is bored girl representation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, God. But yeah. They go in this, so you, the first five minutes of the movie happen, mm-hmm. you see Stanley, um, meets diana and he's like that's the girl for me there's some i did say the thing the sound mixing in this movie is fucking weird at times yeah it is there's yeah. a lot of you like, sent me you sent me a message saying that the sound editor was me yeah there's a what lot of, did that mean <laughs> um, they just put in weird sound effects yeah yeah that's what you do yeah true Insert uh, slide, fart, whistle here. slide whistle here fart sound effect here 
that happens in the movie. There is like yeah, yeah. There's like that level of fucking uh, like sound effects during this movie, yeah. which I can see in like 2002, where people might have been like absolutely no way get this yeah. out of here. Um, uh, but uh, Ben Affleck is like talking Stanley up. Yeah, ben Affleck plays Michael, who is Stanley's best friend in the office. Yeah, and he's like hyping him up to to ask this girl on a date. And then when he finally <laughs> he tells, does it, he tells, he tells everybody in the office and he sets up a betting pool as to how the date's going to go. And he has like this big party in his apartment where they're like keeping track of everything. And it's like 10 to 1 bets they'll kiss at the end of the night and stuff like that. It's like the B plot of this movie is this like off big office party and like yeah. how the office is reacting to the date. And like they've got, his... they've got like people from the office are like following them on their date it's and it works so funny. it works surprisingly because you can yeah. imagine it being really fucking annoying but it's kind of it's your, really good it's just it's just so funny because yeah. you can just imagine it's like because like i work in an office and if you're in an office that's like a good environment mm. everybody does kind of know each other's dating drama sure so if you know stanley is obsessed with this girl and they're finally on a date you would be like <laughs> Holy shit. I know if two teachers in my school dated, we would 100% do this. Um, <laughs> maybe not to this level, because it's very heightened for To this level. Um, uh, like, I have written in my notes here, the office guys placing bets are me and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they like... and Sta- It's so funny because you just tell that Stanley has a very nervous disposition. Yeah. Because he writes a cue card for how he's going to ask her on this mm-hmm. date. And then he drops it and he's just like, ha 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 ha. But she says yes. Yeah, he tells a terrible joke. I can't remember what the joke was, but it was very bad. Yeah. But she says, yeah, they go they go on the date. Uh, surveillance she, is set up. He's overdressed. He's overdressed. She's yeah. like, this is going to be shit. She makes a bet with her friend being like, I'm going to be home at half ten. Yeah. Um, and her friend is like making a pot. And I'm like, I, I love that. That just weird thing to like have it that her friend is like doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what happens on the way to the like concert thing that they're going? There's to? so much has to happen before we get to Phil <laughs> in the movie because the third wheel doesn't show up for until like thirty minutes in. Yeah. Because I was like cooking um, as I was watching this. Like, she's talking about like how she likes white roses and shit he buys her flowers and like he's dressed in a suit oh, he's dressed in like fucking... jeans they're yeah. at the bar because he has this whole plan set up where it's like go for a drink go to the theater and then go to like the capstone dinner yeah and she's just like dismantling every notion of this date yeah. beforehand because she's this... like i know exactly what this is yeah it's a fun way to spend a friday night at, at the drinks this woman comes up to them selling roses and he's like sure i'll buy a rose for like the no first he's like no we're just friends i don't need to buy a rose and the woman's like ah you gotta buy a rose though yeah. he's like okay i'll buy one rose and she's like oh she like looks over at diana it's like oh he's only buying one rose he's already huh? bought her a massive bouquet of flowers yeah. <laughs> but she's like oh for fuck's sake about yeah um, and so he buys her the full thing of roses it's so funny. and it's so funny because it's like Luke Wilson is so good at playing it where it's he's again so pissed off by this but he's trying to keep it cool and just get this lady out of here so he can continue the date because you've seen other stuff before this where like you can tell he's like an actually good person yeah he's a nice guy like he like gives food to homeless people there's like a scene where he like a guy's about to get done because his parking meters run out and he tries to throw him a 
toy. Yes. <laughs> just smashes the <laughs> You're just like, that's something that would happen to me. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. like buys this whole thing of roses and then she makes a comment of like, no one's just bought me like a single flower. Yeah. It's always these big fucking displays of affection. Um, there's a scene earlier on where they're showing us Diana's character where mm. she goes in this big rant because they're in a meeting and it's the meeting is boring and she's like this doesn't make any fucking sense uh, and she makes a joke being like or, you're, all you're going to do is make our clients go to Bear Stearns which I laughed at because Bear Stearns put publicly super bankrupt like five years after this movie oh, really? came out nice. yeah, it was one of the banks that like died during the financial crisis Hell yeah! so I was like <laughs> that's a joke for me that wasn't yeah. a joke yet uh, it was just a reference to like AIB then AIB disappeared from existence <laughs> sure but they go on this date and they're like I don't know if they're drink driving because it's America but yeah. they, they're like Stanley's looking at Diana Diana's like okay this is an okay date yeah and he's looking at her lovingly so he doesn't see that the homeless man that walks in front of his car as they're coming out of the like parking oh. structure <laughs> shout out to phil you said you wanted to talk about the actor who plays I, phil i have one thing to tell you about the actor who plays phil does he voice bender or something crazy the actor who plays phil is a man called jay lacopo uh-huh and we have met him before in what movie i recognize the name maybe on the floor Maybe on the seven, but not on the three. <laughs> He's not in glory. He is the bus driver who kicks Ben <laughs> off the bus in glory days. <laughs> A feminist king. True. I like to imagine it's the same person. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> Phil Lacopo's great in this as well. Jay Lacopo? Jay Lacopo. Phil. <laughs> the character. The character Phil. The actor Jay Lacopo. He's great in this. Um, I was really worried. That was something I was worried about with this movie with the, how bad the rating was. Sure. I was like, oh my, is this thing going to be like an annoying homeless man follows us on our date? And like, it's someone Which, who's like, like, yes, it is. is. But they don't, the joke is not that he is homeless. Yeah. yeah. The joke, the joke is that like, there's a point where it becomes clear that he's actively just fucking with them. Um <laughs> he's like you're on a date with this very pretty girl i'm here to be a harbinger <laughs> yeah like they have i'm gonna make you kiss the girl and he's yeah. like please leave me alone yeah um and i i have it noted here from the moment that phil shows up this man is an insurance scammer or something <laughs> why his menagerie sean his glass menagerie yeah he when he shows up he has like a bag of glass. A bag of broken glass. He's like, oh, it's all of these glass animals that I collected. They were the only thing that brought me joy. Um, and you just broke them all. And Stanley's immediately like, okay, look, how much they cost? I'll just pay you and you'll get out of here. And he's like, oh, it's like $200. And he looks at his wallet and he paid like 75 bucks on all the roses so he can't afford what, it. One of the funniest things about this movie is Stanley just spends so much money over the course yeah, of this night. Yeah, it's so funny. And he's like, just like, oh, I can't say anything. They have to bring Phil to the hospital. But that's later as well. Yeah. And the whole, yeah, like, it's just a, like, it's such a, a, a no good, terrible night for Stanley. Very yeah. good for us, though. Very um, good for us. He ha- yeah, he ha- like, he has to go to an ATM to pick up cash. To pick up cash. Yeah, and... And Diana is not impressed by any of no. this. And I think Phil kind of realises that, like, oh, you're on a date with this girl, aren't you? Yeah. And he's like, leave me alone. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm just... Yeah. I'm going to sort you out, buddy. And <laughs> uh, so they, like... 
there's kind of a point where he like sees Phil limping and he's like oh fuck no we'll bring you to a hospital mm. brings him to the hospital and he like bribes the x-ray man to, <laughs> to hold him hold him yeah um, and, and Phil escapes runs down throws himself in front of the car this is also where he has a in the hospital is where he has a chat with Phil where he's like look dude I'm on this date with this girl you gotta leave us alone and he's and, like no yeah what happens after the hospital? He goes back out and he throws himself in front of the car. Uh, and you're like, okay, I guess this is what's happening. Yeah. The strange thing about this movie, this movie is only like 83 minutes, I think. No, it's longer. I think it's like 93 minutes. Let me it's check. like an hour and a half. Yeah, short. something like that. So like, it's not, it, it's a very, like it's, I think it might be an hour and 22 minutes. Uh, it's 83 minutes. It's 83 minutes, yeah. yeah. So like, it might be saying like, oh, they're going, they're, the plot's happening rather quickly, but it actually does go quite quickly. Yeah. It's, it takes about 15 minutes for for Stanley to ask out Diana, but then the events of like the day take an hour, I would say. Yeah. Uh, um, one thing that I love actually is when they do go to the hospital. Yeah. Um, we cut back to the office. Uh-huh. And like... To Michael's flat. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, sorry, to Michael's flat because the, the house party's going on there. And Ben is just on the phone with someone like, what... What do you mean they're not there yet? Where are they? <laughs> Did you, I like his little Campari poster in the background. Yeah, that was good. This party looks rocking. This party looks like it's a fucking amazing time. There's like 20 people there. They're like listening yeah. to music. There's loads of food. Everyone's chatting. Yeah, every and now and then they're getting updates on how the date's going. It's great. So Michael and another woman from the office played by Melissa McCarthy yeah. are like, we're going on the hunt. We're on Stanley Watch. So they go to like this theater because they're basically going to this play called America. Mm. It's like a theater in the park. So they're waiting for... Stanley to get there and basically because they go to the hospital they miss the first act mm. after they go to the hospital they drive Phil to they're like we're going to a, th- a play you can come with us and we'll let you off there yeah and then they get to the play they meet Ben there Ben is Ben at is the play. they've missed the first half of the play and they yeah. watch the second half and the play is god off the play is so terrible <laughs> it's like monologues about the American condition or yeah. something or it's like, like a series of people dressed as like his American historical figures just doing a speech, basically. Um, <clears throat> but uh, our our guy Phil winds up on stage. He wanders through the back, steals some bread. Yeah. Gets on stage. And he starts, like, rambling about bread. bread. And, like, the next guy who's supposed to come on stage is talking to, like, the sound engineer. Or and he's like, like a, an egg Lincoln yeah. statue. He's like, what the f- what's going on? Get this guy off. And you see the sound engineers there like, yeah, yeah, we'll get him up. Wait, Wait a minute. He's cooking. Wait a minute. He's cooking. He's cooking. <laughs> he's cooking. <laughs> he starts like playing. The national anthem. The national anthem over it. And has like, <laughs> like a, a video of like the, the waving American flag in but the But it's background. like he does this whole thing about different types of bread. And yeah. like, the slides are fucking like different people of different races or something yeah and you're just like i could totally see this like a theater crowd fucking eating this oh yeah and they do and they do and they do they find oh this is where is this where they find out that the the, the car has been towed after the play after yeah it's a standing ovation yeah i will say you do see that like stanley and diana are starting to kind of get on at this stage yeah diana they and have- phil are getting on as well they have a good chemistry as a couple. They do, yeah. Like, they don't... I think some people don't think they read as, like, a romantic couple well. Yeah. But I think, like, if it's a first date, you aren't going to be like, 
over the moon enthused with each other just yet mm. because like you are still effectively strangers like you get the implication that these people have not talked at, at all. all yeah like he's hidden from her in the elevator and stuff mm-hmm. because he's so like bewitched by her yeah it's a little creepy but yeah it's it's a movie so the car gets towed yeah so they, so they gotta to, go get the car they have to go get on phil's phil, bus the, phil joins them they all get on the bus together and this is where and Phil, Phil sings. sings the bus song. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Phil could be the bus driver. Where else did he hear the bus song? Yeah. 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 It's so funny. If you watch this trailer for this movie on Apple TV, this scene is what's the trailer is. Oh, really? And I was just like, what the fuck am I going to be watching? <laughs> That's how I watched that. And I was like, oh no, I'm in for a bad time. Uh, it's so funny because it's like, this is the point where you can see Stanley is kind of warming to Phil as well. Yeah. Um, because he's warming to Phil because Diana is warming to him. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's nice. <coughs> yeah. Uh, and they... Uh. I guess the thing, Phil is, I think it'd be very easy for, like, this mm-hmm. movie to write Phil as, like, like, a version of the magical person of colour trope that we've sure. seen before, yeah. where he's, like, giving off this, like, sage wisdom. Yeah. Or the other But version. he's just kind of an idiot. But it's, a, like, there's a way of doing it where it's, like, they, the, the joke is not he's an idiot because he's homeless. He's just yeah. a bit of a kooky guy. Like, him yeah. being homeless has no factor in his personality, it's, I would it's say. It's kind of just a reason for them to be stuck with him. Yeah. And it's a reason for them to be like, okay, we're not gonna, like, we can't just drop you home to your, like, wife. Yeah, To look exactly. after you for your injury, because he's homeless, yeah. you know? But they go to a, um, the tow place. Yeah. And it quickly turns into Silence of the Lambs for, like, Two minutes. Uh, yeah. Very creepy. Uh, I didn't to, like this. I need to get this guy's name um, because the guy who works at the the tow place is also in Anchorman. I recognize uh, his lip. I know that's a terrible way of teasing. Like a, cl- a cleft lip. Is that it? Oh, does he? I thought he did. Maybe I not. fully didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy who works in the tow place is uh, David Kochner. Okay. Who is uh, <laughs> champ from fucking Ron Burgundy yeah Anchorman um yeah and they just are like don't want to give them the car Mm -hmm. Diana uses her womanly wiles and gets the car I did feel a bit insidious when she got brought away by herself I didn't like that yeah I didn't like that either I was like is this movie about to take a hard because I kept I kept trying to figure out why the rating is so bad you know yeah because I was like something must happen that like poisons this movie Mm mhm it, was, it doesn't. No, nothing yeah. happens. Yeah, because like the guy, the guy like tries to make a move on her, and she like beats the shit out of him, gets him out of the car. Yeah, is this where they go? To, this is where they go to the restaurant. <gasps> this is where they go to the restaurant. Because Stanley, she keeps being like, "We can go for something to eat." Yeah, she just say earlier on the day, she's like, "Oh, and then he's gonna pull the let's go go for a bite to eat thing." So she keeps being like, "Let's go to this other place to yeah. kind of see if he's gonna be chill." And initially he's saying no, but then at this kind of stage, he's like, let's go to the place you suggest. We'll go all three of us. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Phil pays for the tow. Because so like, Stanley had given him like $200 earlier. Yeah, and he pays for the thing. He pays for the thing. Yeah. They go for dinner. And then big flirty vibes between Stanley and Diana. They're about uh, to kiss. Phil Phil goes to the bathroom or something. Yeah. And who shows up, Hannah? Matthew Page, David. (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) He is... Perfect. So good in this role. He Perfect. is amazing in this. Perfect. He, Matt is playing Diana's ex-boyfriend who she broke up with like three days before. Yeah, like literally just broke up with. Yeah. Because Stanley's been Which with. was the inciting thing for why Stanley asked her out. Yeah, and it's like a big thing of like, 
she kind of talks about it when she's on the phone to her friend being like, oh, fucking like, this guy is so different to the guys I normally date. He's kind of cookie and shy, but like, I just keep going for high performing assholes. So yeah. I want something different. And Matt walks in, you initially see the back of his head dressed like fucking Jason Bourne himself. <laughs> and I was kicking and screaming. I was so excited. My I was hootering and hollering during this one scene performance. Yeah, he was great. He was he's so good at playing a smarmy dickhead. He's such a good fucking terrible ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he's great. <sighs> uh, he's just there like, oh the the fuck are you doing? Like, you're really just gonna bring this guy here To our spot. To our spot three days after breaking up with me. What the fuck is this supposed to be? Yeah. And Stanley <laughs> tries to like stand up for himself and just doesn't. <laughs> and he gets the boyfriend thing's Kevin. Yeah. Matt stands up and is like, let's go have a fight, so. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you and me, let's go let's outside. Let's go have a fight. And as he's walking out, he bumps into Phil. And Phil's just like, and Phil, son. Yeah, Phil's, he's like, hey, uh, you you with these two? That's weird. Okay, I'm going to go take this guy outside and beat the shit out of him. Is that okay? And Phil just slaps him and says, you're embarrassing yourself and it's the funniest thing that has ever happened in a movie <laughs> and then Matt starts crying Matt starts weeping and then Phil says Phil says the magic dragon to calm him down and I was just like maybe Matt Damon should do more comedies Matt Damon should do more comedies Matt Damon and Ben Affleck should do more comedies because Ben Affleck is also great in they, they keep cutting to Ben and I think yeah. it, I think it's my ben, thing with, ben and Melissa McCarthy are like driving around on Ben's motorbike looking following for them. Stanley yeah. um, I think Ben works well in a role like this where he's like something you cut to and he can just be funny for a bit Yeah. I don't know if Ben works as a leading man I know he worked in Glory Days but that's such mm-hmm. a big cast he was good in uh, Chasing Amy as well that's true I feel like Chasing Amy is its own separate beast though sure he was good in Gone Girl and that's when we get into pathetic Ben Affleck. True, yeah. He's so pathetic and conquer. Yeah, he really is. He's such a fucking dickhead and conquer. <laughs> I um, made a joke to someone being like, who's got a gone girl? Yeah. And I said, I say I said to someone, who's got a gone girl, David Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's really funny. I'm sick. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, at the end, at this point, they're like, yeah, they're like, Something happens that, like, pisses off Diana after this stage. Uh, they stop He yells to... at Phil. Yeah, he yells at Phil. Because they stop to, like, go and, like, drop him off, basically. Yeah. And Phil's like, I want to stay. And Stanley gets pissed off at him and starts kind of shouting at him. And then... It, this is when he really... Because the whole way through the movie, Phil's been giving Stanley this, this advice about love. Yeah. And he kind of makes a joke about his glass menagerie. Which yeah. is the name of a very famous play. Yeah. And yeah, this, this was it. And this he's like, it. you were making all this shit up all night. And yeah. he yells at him. And But Diana hasn't heard this bit of it. So yeah. she's just like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why are you <laughs> yelling at this homeless man? Yeah. And so Diana leaves and goes off to find Phil a place to sleep. They He drops her back to her apartment. Phil gets out of the car with her. He stays yeah. downstairs. He drives off. And then he just gets a, a feeling something's not right. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, movie. No, it's, it's something he realizes something else about the play something else that happens in the play and he's like oh shit i gotta go back yeah i was like movie what I was, are you doing yeah i was also like that i was like come on you're not going with this you're not doing you? this move is yeah. this why you're 33 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah because this at this point it looks like phil it's is about to, about to sexually, sexually assault, assault diana 
Um, <laughs> you're like, holy shit. Yeah, until Stanley bursts in, like, grabs him, kind of, like... Throws him. Throws him. And he goes over... He goes over to, like, start hitting Phil. And Phil's like, no, dude, look. Yeah, you know, make it, make it sound like you're really hitting me. And, and he's, he's like... like yeah. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I've liked you up to this point. I'll give you this one, but don't do it again. Yeah. What's on your mouth? Take it and out. There's, there's a, uh, the, the fake fight scene between the two of them is such good physical comedy as well. Um, Sean likes fake fights. I love fake fights. Sean likes hurting people. Yeah. Um, I used to do it a lot. He used to do it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, he... Pretends to beat Stanley up and kick Stanley him out. Stanley runs away into the darkness, never to be seen. No, seeing. Phil. Sorry. Phil runs away into the darkness. Yeah. Him and Diana go outside for some late night champagne. There's a white mm-hmm. rose because Ben Affleck ben is a Affleck. true, yeah. a true home a true slice. bro. Yeah. A true bro. I like to imagine that he did that for Matt when he met his wife. Yeah. He probably didn't. Uh, they have like one last little monologue and then they have their uh, first little kissy kiss. And Ben Affleck and Millis McCarthy are watching this like sitting on a bike like, through binoculars and then they start making out. <laughs> You're just like, and I can see that happening. Ben, ben says the line, I always wanted to get my swerve on on my bike. It was iconic. I just, I, I love Melissa McCarthy. I think she's so funny. I do too. I sh- I, Spy is such a funny movie. Like, and she's, she's one of the best parts of Gilmore Girls. Sure. Um, like, she's like... Is she in the new Ghostbusters? Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's funny. Sure. It's one of those movies I went to see because I was like 16, 17 and a feminist. Sure. And I was getting so much shit online because they were ladies that I was like, I'll go see it. And it's just like, it's fine. Okay. It's like, I feel like comedy isn't funny anymore, but maybe that's just me being cynical. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. you're just watching bad comedies. They don't make comedies anymore. True, yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe, um, what's that one? The Jennifer Lawrence one? Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's funny. I've heard that's funny. I have heard, I heard nothing about that. I heard you see her entire vagina. Yeah, I saw that clip on Twitter. You don't? You kind of do. Good for Jennifer. Yeah. She just had a kid. Yeah. Uh, what's that movie called? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. It's called, is it Just Go With It? Something like that. Is that like what that. it is? It's on Netflix now. Is it? Yeah. Damn. That might make things a little easier for us in the far future. The far, far future. Yeah. Like 2025. Yeah. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Just Go With It is another rom-com. Yeah. Um, uh, rom-coms. Love them. But yeah. The the ending of this movie is so fucking good. But yeah. Sally and Diana, they have a kiss and you're like, yeah. maybe they won't get together forever. But they had a good date. Yeah. It's a good first date, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, not great, but also like, yeah, you could, you could, yeah. 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 And then it cuts back to Phil. He's in a liquor store. He's in a liquor store. He buys a bottle of liquor. He's having a chat with the guy. Um, the guy's like, hey, Phil, you out here uh, you're pulling your scam tonight? And Phil's like, nah, I took tonight off. And then he finishes his drink. He goes outside. Um, smashes his bottle. Smashes his bottle and puts it into the bag. Yeah. And he sees the guys from the... Uh, tow truck. The tow truck. And he goes and he jumps in front of the truck. <laughs> and he says the exact same line he got introduced in the movie with. And yeah. you're like, oh, he's a scammer. Yeah, he's a scammer. Yeah. yeah. There's something about the way... He like looks up after he gets hit and he's on the ground. He like looks up at Stanley. Then he realizes Diana is there. And there's something about the way that he did that. That I was like, oh, this guy's a scammer. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like that's, that's not how you react when you get hit by a car. Yeah. You know? That's also not the end of the movie. No, I didn't watch this because I had to go make a salad. I watched all of this bit and it was great. Because uh, there's a part earlier on when they're going to, when they're in the hospital, 
where uh, uh, Phil is like singing a is it a Buster Rhymes song? I can't recall. But the end of the movie is he gets up and there's a big dance number over the credits Do to this have, song. Maybe I should go and find this on YouTube. It's yeah, definitely on YouTube somewhere. Definitely is, yeah. Um, uh, but it is a banger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the movie. It's that's a crisp the movie. 83 minutes. Crisp 83 minutes. Uh, this episode will not be longer than it. It's gonna be. We've got like 10 minutes at the start to cut out. Oh, I think it's gonna be longer than it should. Let's we've, see. We've so we much got, to do. We got real silly with the, the fucking romanticy shit. <laughs> we can probably cut a bit of that no, out. No, we can't. Um, how do you think this this movie came out March thirty first, two thousand and two? How do you think it did, did in the a box? Couple of days after my birthday. Yeah, how do you think it did in the box office? Not well. So I can't find the box office. Oh uh, sure. I don't think this movie got released theatrically. Wild. Okay. I think it just went straight to VOD because it kind straight of straight to VOD. Yeah, video on demand. VHS. Did they have? Well, yeah, they could just release it straight to like Blockbuster. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's VOD. Sure. So I can't find any information about like how much this movie cost, okay. how much it make. I can find a theatrical run for it, Spain, but we're not going to do that. Um, sure. But I found the weekend. So do you want to perchance play, uh, look, guess some stuff in the box office the weekend of March thirty first, May thirty first, two thousand and two. Ooh, May thirty first, two thousand and two. Uh, I'm gonna go with my go to X Men two. But I had this open and I fucking closed. Damn. X X Men. X Men Two. X Men. No X Men. No X Men. I'll check Men, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't know what fucking movies were coming out in two thousand two. I was barely conscious. Um, Going to give me a hint for the. Let's do the top. Let's do the top three. Yeah, give me a hint for the number three. Um, I feel like it is. The Benny Boy movie. It's a Benny Boy movie? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He had two bangers out. Uh, Is this this weird time any... where, like, because the movies come out at weird times, we're doing movies that are kind of coming up around the same time? Sure. Potentially. Uh, have you got any other information about the movie? Martin Freeman's... Not Martin Freeman. I keep making this... Someone else will watch soon. Uh, Morgan Freeman's in it. Morgan Freeman is yeah. and Ben Affleck? Yeah. Is Ben Affleck, like, the star? Yeah. What the fuck? What genre? It looks like an action movie. An action movie. Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Wanted? Nope. I don't think Ben Affleck's unwanted. I don't think he is either. Can we tell you? Sure. The Son of All Fears. It's sure, a Jack I... Ryan movie. Oh. Yeah. Wait, did Ben Affleck play Jack Ryan? Yeah, there's like seven Jack Ryans. What the fuck? Yeah. CIA analyst Jack Ryan must stop the plans of a neo-Nazi faction that threatens to induce a catastrophic conflict between the United States and Russia's president Whoa. by detonating a nuclear weapon at a football game in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland. Damn. Uh, that opened to fucking 43 million. Uh, number two is a Star Wars. Number two is a Star Wars? Star Wars. Is it still Attack of the Clones? Yep. Or is, yeah. It's a week after our last movie. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Damn. Number three is a comic book movie in its fifth week. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And number four is Spirit. Oh. Uh, another some Yeah, we did this actually last... That's... Okay, that makes sense because it's kind of the same week as... So, very interesting. 
all our three movies have come out within a week of each other. Oh, cool. So Spirit came out a week before this, and our next movie comes out a week after this. <gasps> What's our next movie? We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> Actually, we can talk about it now, because the Matt Damon fact of the day uh-huh. is from our next movie. <gasps> our 25th movie that we cover on the show, which is fucking... I'm yeah. very happy about that. Me too. It's Born Baby. Jesus Christ. Christ. He, they don't say that to the third movie, know, but yeah. it's Born Ah. So today's does actually this is a, ties in very well to the Matt Damon fact. Uh-huh. So Jason Bourne was originally released, planned for released on the seventh of September two thousand and one. Oh no! <laughs> Three days, four days, two days. No, because it's nine eleven. It's the eleventh of September. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I've yeah. I don't understand um, why they do that. In America? Yeah. I don't know either. When, when problems uh, arose with the ending, which we'll talk about next week, mm-hmm. uh, the date was pushed back to the 31st of May, 2002. The release date was then pushed back two weeks later to the 14th of June, 2002. Uh, so the studio did not want the film to open against Spirit, Stallion and Cimarron, <laughs> which also features Matt Damon. Which I thought was a good Matt Damon fact of the that day. That was a good one. Yeah, I um, like that. Which makes sense why like Matt's uncredited in the third wheel. So, yeah. yeah. Next week is Bored, which we'll talk about a little bit more after we do the rankings. <sighs> I know where this is going. Uh, we've done 25 movies so far, kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's your first time listening to the rankings. What we do is we give ourselves like 45 seconds. All right. Let me do my numbers. Let me do my numbers. This is 24, 25? 25. Yeah. We give ourselves 45 seconds to do a ranking of each movie that we've watched. Our lists differ, but they kind of are the same. Yeah. Um, we're gonna set... the same in the ways of Ken. I, why didn't I'm just Ken popping my head? <laughs> I'm gonna set a timer now for forty five seconds. Give me, wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let me get my numbers. Forty five seconds on the clock. Hey Siri, set a forty five second timer. Forty five seconds, counting down. Okay, that's forty five seconds, uh, y'all. No, it's not. This is gonna be a very five seconds, counting down. No, not another one, Siri. Guys, this is gonna be really bad because. Uh-huh. I have a cold. Sean's tired. Um, this is going to take a little bit longer than normal. We're sorry. Uh, okay. I, I have faith in myself and I, my abilities. I don't. The soup's going to be bad. The soup's going to be bad. Who gives a shit about the soup? <sighs> good soup. Okay. Number, number 25. Number 25 is the always. good old boys. The bounty's still open. Still open. Number 24 for me is Jay and Silent Bob. Number Strike back. 24, all the pretty horses. My number 23 is Titan AE. Uh, Rising Sun. My number 22 is All the Pretty Horses. Uh, Bagger Vance. I'm trying to think where's Bagger Vance for me. Number 21 is Field of Dreams. Uh, number 21 is Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. Wait, did you put Bagger Vance up? Bob. No, I didn't. I think number 20 is Bagger Vance then for sure. me. Sure. This is what I mean. Like, I just can't remember the bottom of my list at the moment. So number yeah. 21 is Bagger Vance. Okay. Uh, number 20 for me is Field of Dreams. Number 20 for me is Field of Dreams? Sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah is it? Cool. I can't... Sean, I feel like I'm missing movies. Hey, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, number 19 for me is Geronimo. Number 19 for me is Rising Sun. Uh, 18 is School Ties. 18 for me is Chasing Amy. Uh, 17 for me is Finding Forrester. 17 for me is Rounders. 
16, I want to say, is... Oh, there's a movie we watched recently you really liked and I thought it was just okay. Jerry? 16 Jerry? I feel like that's very low for Jerry. I think 16 yeah. might be Jerry. Let's put 16 is for Jerry this week. Sure. Uh, number 15, I think, is The Rainmaker. Um, number 15 for me is... Sorry, I'm filling in another one for my list. Ooh, what's number 15? It's Geronimo. I think this is where I put Spirit as well. Number 14. Oh, I, I have no I idea where... I think, yeah, Spirit is in here somewhere. Yeah, it's in the soup. Yeah. I'll put Spirit as number 14 this week. Why not? Sure. Um, What have I got left? I've got... So I've got my top five done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven spots left. Um, Majestic. Yeah, that's your number... 13. My number 13, School Ties. Number 12... Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember now. I remember because that must be nice. This this one was number ten, but is no longer. Yeah, I, yeah. Number twelve is Titan AE. Number twelve for me is the Majestic. Uh, number eleven for me. Uh huh. Is Mystic Pizza. Number eleven for me is Mystic Pizza. Nice. Number ten for me is Courage Under Fire. Number ten for me is Dogma. Number nine for me is gonna be Goodwill Hunting. Number nine for me is Glory Days. Uh, number eight for me is Mr. Ripley. Number eight for me is Courage Under Fire. Uh, number seven. I feel like I'm missing a movie. Is round? No, wait, wait, wait. Are we both oh. missing a movie? I feel like I've fucked something up here i think i've missed something because up. this should bring me to exact oh no i just i'm just missing a number i'm just missing the number six in here oh really <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm missing uh, number a movie. seven is rounders so number seven for me i think is this movie sure is um the, the third, third wheel. wheel but i don't i know what my top five are but i can't see what my number six is damn uh my number f- six is the third wheel. Oh, interesting. I'm going to check my list quickly because I know yeah. my top, my rest of mine are... Do you want me to have a look? Yes. Um, and then we'll blitz through them again quickly. Sure. So, we have got... Old Boys, Jane Bob, Titan AE. Uh, I should be actually comparing these. Old Boys, Seahorses, Rising Sun. I managed to not put it Bagger in. Vance, Jay and Bob, Feel of Dreams. Geronimo. Did I put Chasing Amy in? Yeah, Chasing Amy's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, School Ties is in there. Finding Forrester Finding is Finding Forrester's missing. not in yeah. there. That is uh, below uh, The Majestic. Nice. So yeah, that makes sense. So this movie's actually yeah. number six for me as well. Nice. That's funny. Hell yeah. Number five is Dogma. Number five is The Rainmaker. Number four is Ocean's Eleven. Uh, number four is Good William Hunting. Number three is Jerry. Number three is The Talented Mr. Ripley. Number two is Glory Days. Number two is Ocean's Eleven. Number one, Saving Private Ryan. <sighs> Fighting Instrument of Warfare. Hell yeah. And that's it. That is it. So yeah, uh, finding this is both of our t- top six. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check my main list because I literally, as we were sitting down to record, I was like, let me throw this I into the list. I think I got, I, th- 
I'm generally pretty good at getting them in the right order. I think I got rounders in the wrong place. Yeah. What happens with me is the soup, A, once you have something that's high up on the list, so like this for us this week with something was number six, all the other numbers get one off. Yeah. So you're like, wait a second, but is that, so like I knew say Mystic Pizza was number, it's number 11 now. So I actually think I. It's both of our number 11, is it? It's my number 11. So actually Spirit was higher. Spirit was 10 for me, which I might change. Um. (laughs) Yeah, my. Is I think I got the spirit 11. silliness. Uh, <laughs> that's what threw me because I was like, "Wait, spirit was pretty high," and I was like, "I guess it's here." Um, but next week, we're gonna talk about a movie. I'm so excited! One of my favorite movies, um, which is very surprising. I love them so much. Yeah, it's because Jason Bourne is a damp, wet, sad man. He's the first. He is the the, original, He is the original of the species. He is my (laughs) Homo erectus or whatever. Uh, He's some kind of Homo erectus, let me tell you. (laughs) We're going to move on from that. We're going to move the fuck on from that line. Holy shit. (laughs) You've been reading too many rum fantasy books. (laughs) Oh. Directed by Doug Lyman. <laughs> Byline. He was the perfect weapon until he became the target. <gasps> Wounded to the brink of death and suffering from amnesia, Jason Bourne is rescued at sea by a fisherman. With nothing to go on but a Swiss bank account number, he starts to reconstruct his life, but finds that many people he encounters want him dead. However, Bourne realizes that he must has the combat and mental skills of a world class spy. But who does he work for? <gasps> Treadstone. Yeah, I think it's Treadstone. This movie has Treadstone. Matt Damon, Franca uh, Poutine, who's a German actress who's very famously in Lo- Run, Lola, Run. Sure. And The Conjuring 2. Um, Chris Cooper, Clive Owens. I love Clive Owens. Which one's Clive Owens? Uh, he's the professor. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Children of Men. Yeah. Uh, Brian fucking Cox. Fuck off. Fuck off. The, oh, it was so funny. So we will talk about about Born Day. Um, yeah. Later, uh, like next week when we record. But I had Sean over to watch all the boards, and I did not remember Brian Cox was in the boards. I haven't seen the boards in years. Yeah. And just the, the we pointed at the screen and was like, oh, Brian <laughs> Cox, and our two friends were like, what the fuck are you two up playing? Yeah. I know I say to everybody, and Julia Styles and who I love, um, I know I say to everybody, you don't need to watch the movies before you listen to the episodes. Mm-hmm. Fucking watch Jason Bourne. It's such watch a... Watch this movie as well, because this movie's great. This movie's on uh, Apple. Um, yeah, I had a difficult time finding this, but I found it eventually. Good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, very excited for Bourne next week. Um, oh, final thoughts on the third wheel before we round off on it. It's good. It's a fun movie. Make more rom-coms. Make more rom-coms. Make more, like... Snappy little little rom com movies. See, I was thinking about it. Um, put more guys, put more guys like Luke Wilson into funny situations. Yeah, Luke Wilson's a really good actor. Yeah, he should be in more stuff. Yeah. Good on you, Luke. Um, I do get him sometimes confused with Jason Schwartzman, but that's more my just face this. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, I thought I was thinking Jason Bateman. <laughs> That's a guy, right? Yeah. Jason Bateman is the... He's the Ozarks guy. Yeah, the Arrested Development guy. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman. He's also a Wes Anderson Jason boy. Sh- He's like a Sofia Coppola's cousin. Oh, this guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're in a lot of movies uh, together. Like, I think yeah. they're friends. That's why I get them confused. Um, yeah. 
I did have a thought that maybe this movie doesn't work in cinema. Like, it's a fun at home movie, but maybe it doesn't work in... Maybe, yeah. Yeah, going back to the Matt statement on Hot Ones, where it's like, we don't make movies off rentals anymore. Yeah. And... I feel like this is a good rental movie. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd enjoy this much in the cinema. Sure. Um Yeah, like you get a pizza and a beer and a couple of friends over yeah, and watch this. Yeah, that'd be good. Right. I actually did have a very funny Matt Damon talk today. Oh um, yeah. Very surprised Matt Damon isn't in Brokeback Mountain. Is he not? No. It's it's uh It's uh Jude is Jude Law in there? No. no? It's the other one. It's uh one of the Spider Man villains. <laughs> Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal oh, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal and Heath yeah. but it seems so up his alley it's cowboys yeah. it's gay it's sad yeah. like, damn Randy Quaid is in that movie yeah. as well that Randy Quaid out? is a madman <laughs> get off Randy Quaid look at him look at him is that a mugshot <laughs> yeah that's a mugshot when did fucking Brokeback Mountain come out uh, Brokeback Mountain came out in 2005 okay Linda Cardellini's in it as well I think she's one of their wives uh, how'd that turn out for you David Harbour Kate Mara David Harbour yeah oh Kate Mara's their, one of their daughters I think or she's one of the wives I can't remember I always forget Kate Mara's actually like nearly 40 I still think yeah. she's like 17 in my head um, yeah uh, it's surprising he's not in that movie yeah I is. guess we are we're moving into Matt Damon action movie zone yeah we are oh. what have we got so we've got Born next what have we got coming up after that? We've got that? some clunkers. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, When's Jersey Girl? Excellent. When are we back to, to Kevin's loving embrace? <laughs> uh, soon. Soon. Born Identity Confessions of Euro Trip. Euro Trip. Yeah, I'd hurt my hand. We do have Stuck on You coming up. I actually, I got a, a message from one of the boys the other day being like, hey, I think you've missed out on an important piece of Matt Damon lore. Which is? And he sent me... Uh, Scotty doesn't know, and I was like, "Hey, that's Euro Trip. Come on, it hasn't you happened. think yeah, we haven't gotten to it yet? But we're getting there. Uh, we are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen weeks away from Shay Part Two. <laughs> Remember we were like really excited to watch Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back? Is yeah. that our new Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back? Can we watch Shay Part 1 before Shay Part no. 2? No, we, Matt Damon isn't in it, Hannah. But can I just watch it recreationally? Maybe you can watch it after, but you can't watch it before. That's like watch. That's like watching Memento. Yeah, yeah, it is. We're going to Memento it. We're going to Memento it. We're going to watch... It's a temporal pincer movement. Temporal pincer movement, yeah. Oh... If any of you want to follow us on our temporal pincer movement, make if sure... any of you have any uh, romanticy recommendations for us, well, minimum chili rating of five. Okay, that's the highest rating. Yeah, apparently, apparently, six out of five is the highest rating according to that well, one. Well, breaks comment. the scale. Yeah. Um, does it? Ha- I know it's for rough. I hate that it's for fantasy. I hate yeah. that's the name of like. It's terrible. Yeah, but is it all just fabe like? What makes it fantasy? Like, is it just, like, Mad. supernatural creatures? One of them's got a vampire in it. Yeah, but, like... Is there, like, what happens... There's a Rosantophy if it's science fiction? If you know the answer, you could email us at sinewavepod at gmail.com. That's sinewavepod at gmail.com. And please let us know. <laughs> you can also contact us on Twitter slash X at sinewavepod. On Instagram at sinewavepod. You can check out our TikTok at SineWave36. Yes, I will get back to making more TikToks. Hell yeah. TikTok scares me. I have some fun ideas. And yeah. then 
it takes a long time to make a TikTok. I know editing the podcast takes a long time, Sean, and I'm not diminishing your workload. Uh TikTok, like, it eats time. You'll sit down and you two hours disappear in front of your eyes. Damn. Um, Actually, I will say this now, so I'll fucking do it. We're going to start as a way to make the podcast a little bit more accessible to other people because I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts on YouTube. Yeah, we're gonna I know start when putting... I was working from home, I would listen to Elfab on YouTube all yeah, the time. Yeah, we're going to start putting the podcast on YouTube. It's just a way to oh, like... Yeah. I feel like it's easier to send a podcast via YouTube, weirdly. Yeah, than, like, I guess. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know any way to like... Share it. To, yeah, yeah. To share like a specific episode. And with yeah. YouTube, you can send like specific timestamps and stuff as well. Yeah, so we're going to start doing that in the next few weeks um, once I'm not sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, we should. I'm going to say this on mic as well so that we do it. We got to record the Christmas, Christmas special soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll find a Saturday. Oh, I'm so fucking busy. It's great. I love this podcast. Yeah. Happy 25th episode, Sean. Happy 25th episode, Hannah. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Ford. Busted. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females, get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad, a showing body. A chick walks by.